0: welcome to High School Impact Sports Podcast. This podcast looks at the impact high school sports on people. What does practicing anticipating in sports as a young person do for you in an adult life? I am Lexi. I'm Jordan. And I'm Allie. Your host for this episode, my guest is Mr. Sanko.
1: Hi, everybody. I'm (laughs) Mr. Sanko.
0: (laughs) Welcome. Our first question is overall, how did playing a sport in high school shape who you are today?
1: I mean, probably for me, it has shaped who I am in general. Honestly, my teaching style is probably the way I play sports. It's actually very aggressive. And for those, the two of you have had me as a teacher, I'm very blunt, like too blunt. Um, which is probably why I hurt people's feelings once in a while, but also why people love me once in a while. (laughs) Um, honestly, in high school playing basketball and baseball, um, specifically baseball, I am like weird, crazy competitive. I hate losing more than I like winning, which makes me weird. Even in teaching now, I find it as a failure when I can't get anybody to turn anything in. And as weird as that is, that is like a competition with myself. So it is probably the thing that shapes who I am. For good or for worse, I'm not changing, even at the age of 27, which currently makes me feel so young, even though I look at all of you and I feel old. But I mean, it's kind of who I am and how it's shaped me as an individual.
0: Okay, our next Question: You kind of already answered, but uh, what sports did you play in high school?
1: Uh, mostly baseball, very little. Ironically, at my high school, more independent league, although it really was connected to high school because I went to a high school where if you did not make the freshman team, you were not going to make it the rest of your three years, which is somewhat similar to life in general. Also, basketball. I retired from football in middle school due to a. God-awful collarbone injury, which still pains me to this day. So, yeah, specifically basketball, baseball.
0: And what would you say your greatest success was in those sports?
1: Probably winning more than anything. Uh, me being me, I wanted to win at all costs, probably more so than the other guys that I played with. I mean, the one league that I was in that was outside of cuzno I was crazy competitive and actually would start yelling at my teammates when we were losing and they were like having a great time. Sometimes it was great. Sometimes I had people looking at me like I was nuts. It is still like that currently now after high school. Me, it was always the competition and the competition still. I love when I get to watch once in a while high school sports. I always joke with kids. It's 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 all about winning at all costs, which kind of isn't the truth. But I mean, you know, there's all about sportsmanship and having fun, which is nice. We want to have fun. It's all about fun. Me, it was about winning. And I am still like that now. Since the three of you are all sophomores, I mean, you all saw me trying to tackle a child during a basketball game last year just to win.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, thank
1: you. you know, it's coming up again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and did, start training soon. And did you win?
1: No, but for me, honestly, it was the competition and it was trying to win. In the high school sports specifically, in the high school, we weren't able to acomp- accomplish that much title-wise or anything like that, but it was always the winning for me. It still is now.
0: Of those sports, what coach would you say impacted you the most and why? And are you still in touch with any of those old coaches?
1: So at least the being in touch part, no. I think in conversations with people that I still know high school-wise, which is very little group now, even my sister who went to my high school, there are still stories about them. Honestly, it was kind of like a hodgepodge of coaches in general. I always liked the ones that would push us the most, maybe early on in an early age in middle school. I didn't like being yelled at by a coach in high school. I weirdly enjoyed it because that meant he cared. Which, again, you know, the two of you had me as a teacher. I'm a yeller. It means I care. It's not because I'm nuts. So, honestly, there wasn't one specifically. Probably bits and pieces from all of them that helped me out as an athlete and also as a person.
0: Did you have any rituals or superstitions about sports?
1: Yes. So, at least... So, here's the thing with net now. When I watch a game because I am... At, 20, at the age of 27, I am retired from athletics. At least for me, currently, when I watch sports, I cannot leave the same sitting position at all. Um, I really got to figure that one out. I believe in sitting in the same spot. Um, whatever I see around me, it is not moving. I am weird that way. I was the same way playing uh, in baseball. If I was sitting on the bench in, in between innings and stuff, it was the same spot. If things were going great, sometimes I wouldn't address things. Sitting position would be the same routine. It's ironically today, it's still routine, even in golf, which I I play now. I mean, like warm up routine is the same. If I'm on fire, which is very rare, it's literally doing the same thing over and over again. So
0: I'm sure you've made your point about this, but how important would you say winning is?
1: Winning is everything. (laughs) I'm looking at the microphone, at least to me. Me personally, it was everything. I am still competitive, I am competitive as a teacher amongst the people I work with that I love, even though I make fun of them behind their back. Sorry to my bestie who works upstairs. I am still like that with anything. Um, it can be golf, it can be school events, it can be children getting an A in my class. I will brag and trash talk to the cows come home. With that being said, I can still take it. I can take the trash talk from children when they make fun of my athletic teams losing. I can I can handle it. If if you can't dish it out, you can't. Then you should not. You know, shouldn't say it to begin with. Look, I I fully believe in the whole idea of having fun. I really do. I think it's great. If you love a sport, play it. Obviously, when it comes down to it, school, education, and life is the most important thing. But I mean, for me, it's all about winning. I like I said, I would like look cross-eyed at people, like, why are you having fun? We are losing 15 nothing, and you have a smile on your face. Like, why are you happy? And honestly, today, being a teacher now and specifically watching sports, I come in in just an awful mood when my teams lose. And I feel bad for kids. It's just they got to live with it. I'm not changing. You know, when the Lions lost, I threatened to assign an essay because they lost. Maybe you saw it on the board or whatever. I don't know. The rumors are going around this building like crazy. Giving us an essay. Um, That was not true. Let the record show. I never gave an essay, although I was really thinking about it.
0: So, obviously, we see which one you prefer. But uh, what taught you more winning or losing?
1: Okay, so this is the weird one it's losing losing teaches you more than anything in life um i am famous for saying in my classroom classroom life is not fair a lot of things in life aren't fair and that is the honest to goodness truth i am not proud of the fact that in middle school i was part of a basketball team that was 0 15, and we went in there every day and gave it our all and we got murdered every time and it was painful And I'm not lying, and I'll say it on the record. I did a lot of crying in middle school. There were a lot of long days. And yes, my mother would go, well, at least you had fun. And I would come home going, no, I am not having fun. We are not winning. This is not fun. If you can handle the losing... It'll make you better as an athlete and as a human being is the best thing I can tell people. As a teacher who teaches many athletes in boys' basketball, girls' basketball, swimming, wrestling, football, if you can handle the losing and develop a thick skin and a better character as a person in dealing with that, it is going to matter later on in life because, like I said, life is not fair. And as we have seen with our lovely Detroit Lions here, things are not going to go your way in life. So. Losing, losing will build like thick skin that'll change you for the rest of your life. I, I'm not acknowledging to lose. Don't get me wrong. I want to win, but losing will build character.
0: And how far did you take your sports post high
1: school? <laughs> okay, so as we as we get laughing, as I'm on the record saying at 27, I am retired from professional athletics, aside from golf, I con—I considered at community college doing baseball still. It wasn't until community college that I decided to become a teacher. And when you get into teaching, life becomes a full-time job, whether you're working a part-time job and going to college. I considered it, I think, excuse me, I think I would have been good enough to do it. It just was one of those things where it just wasn't gonna happen. And yes, today I am not in the greatest athletic shape as I was 10 years ago. I would still go out and play sports obviously i've done that for this school i would still play sports if somebody asked me to
0: (laughs) do you miss your old days playing sports
1: yes yes and no um so the no part it it requires a lot of you when you are playing athletics in high school I give everybody full credit who can maintain a good grade in their class and still perform at a high level. I'm not going to lie. I've seen certain children who have said, yeah, I had a game the night before, and the next thing you know, 20 minutes into my class, they're drilling on my table sleeping. So that part of like the rigorous um, schedule of things, I would not go for now because I'm currently lazy and probably after this podcast, instead of going to the grocery store, I'm going to go home and take a nap. I do miss the competitive stuff with sports because there is nothing like that and especially in certain um, situations districts counties whatever it is man some high schools and some teams they handle stuff way too seriously than they should granted it's all a game um i miss that 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 fire that passion i miss that a little bit
0: are you still involved with any other sports now
1: i watch sports every night Many nights, I am snoring on my couch while allegedly, as I'm doing air quotation, watching sports. Basketball, football, hockey. In the summer, spring, it's baseball. So at least the watching, it's those five sports. Playing, it is still golf. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if this makes me an old man. If somebody was to call me and say, hey, you want to go bowling? I would go bowling. Oh, once in a blue moon. If somebody was to say, and it's this has been in the past with summer, let's go to the field, go play some ball, go to court. I would still do that. The playing aspect is, is primarily golf. I love to golf. I love the weather. I love dra- dressing fancy and looking like a million dollars and then looking like an idiot on the golf course. But yeah, the watching... And even the playing, it's still there today.
0: Um, and what would you say motivates you to still watch sports or go golfing?
1: The the playing, I just ironically fell in love with the game of golf in college, ironically watching it first before even playing. And I was like, man, that kind of looks like a lot of fun. And then you start playing and then it's, wow, this is very hard. And I will say that people, many students make fun of the fact that I am a golfer. Some of you may have heard that because I have a little plaque in my room that says golfer that my mommy bought me, by the way. Thanks, mom. Um, that was a, that was a Christmas present. Thank you, mom. I always tell people, like, with the whole competing part, that is the one sport where literally it is just you and that is it. Every other game you play, football, you have to play with other people, basketball, you have teammates, baseball, teammates, hockey, teammates. The golf aspect is like, it's you, your club, and the golf ball. And if you screw up, it's on you. And that is like one thing people make fun of me for. Believe me, there are a lot of dog days in August when Mr. Sanko's on the golf course. It, and he is just staring at that golf ball ready to throw it in the water because life ain't going good. And then when you get going and you are on fire, life feels wonderful. It's like raining candy down. So at least watching sports, I don't know if this is the greatest answer in the world. I think I'm actually addicted to sports. Um, I don't know if anybody can find on Google, like the translation for what the actual thing would be. Like, I don't know if it's under a phobia or an actual addiction. I think I'm addicted to it. I have just watched so much sports in life and played sports. It's like Pavlov's dog. Turn on the TV at seven o'clock, something is on.
0: You have bigorexia, apparently. That's what's what's ex- what is it called? Bigorexia.
1: Bigorexia?
0: Yeah, it gave me some numbers if you need a specialist to seek out.
1: We're going to need that written down um, because usually I tell people that the is first. That's 1
0: 800 662 4357.
1: This is me me re- re- reevaluating life at the moment. The fact that they, they have a 1 800 number. Yeah. Man, do says, I got problems.
0: It says help is available. You want to call the police?
1: I I don't want to call the police. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not dying here. I, I'm just saying it's just like it's ingrained in you. So at least for that.
0: Okay. Um, thanks for tuning in to uh, the Impact, High Impact po- Sports Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Lexi. I'm Jordan. And I'm Ali.
1: And I'm special <laughs> guest, Mr. Sanko from the World History Department.
0: Have a great rest of your day. Bye.